Hi everyone, Lindsay here. I just want to take a moment to address the growing xenophobia surrounding the Asian community and the recent surge in anti-Asian hate crimes and attacks on elders and most recently the murder of six Asian women in Atlanta. This is unacceptable. Um, I don't like talking about race this much. I really don't. Race is the last thing I want to talk about, but as a person who goes to a predominantly white school and experiences a lot of this ignorance firsthand, you know, I have to be that person who brings up race, otherwise there is no conversation. All of this is so disgusting and so difficult to put into a short one-minute segment as of right now, so I'll hold on to my thoughts. I'll sit with them for a bit, and we'll address them later on as well because these are conversations we need to have on our podcast. But thanks for listening. We'll have a bunch of resources and donation links that you can find below. Make sure to be actively educating yourself. It is not a person of color's duty to educate you. And it's up to you to be able to confront your ignorance and offer allyship. So thanks for listening and enjoy our podcast. Dear listeners, welcome to our new episode of Open Book. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm your host, Saisha. And today we have a special guest, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Hongro. Um, I'm, I'm friends with Lindsay and Saisha. I go to school with them. So I'm really happy to be here. Um, yeah. We're very happy to have you, Hongro. Yep, Hongro. Thanks, I love Open Book. Hongro is our we first guest. You. Hungry is our first guest on the show, so we're super excited. Today, we're going to get into our ideas of success versus societal standards for success, as well mm-hmm. as. And we're also going to talk about just generally like fears and anxieties and all of that stuff, because I guess they kind of tie in to each other. So, yeah, yeah for sure. And. So, I guess we can start it off on a little bit of a light note. Like, Kungru, I'm curious, and I'm sure our listeners are curious as well, kind of what's been going on in your life recently. It doesn't, all, it doesn't have to be related to success or anything, but just give us an update. I mean, I'm on break right now, so I like kind of spend the most of my day just sleeping. I like sleep until like 3 in the afternoon, but I like don't sleep at night, so... Um, just like not, not having a good lifestyle, but I feel like um, you're nocturnal, hungry. I I really am. So <laughs> that's that's just been my life right now. Um, but yeah. Um, other than that, um, just been like eating a lot and spending time with my friends who are, are living with me right now. I love that. Are you that's sleeping more? Me right now too. Not gonna lie. Are you sleeping more? 
Um, I'm trying. Um, I mean, yeah, but just not as like not during you know conventional times. <laughs> conventional <But> times. <laughs> oh. What's what's a what's an unconventional time? I don't know, because I feel like people go to bed at like eleven, they like sleep for like eight to nine hours, and I like I don't know, I go to bed at like what six, and then like I sleep until like the afternoon, and then like I sleep a little more like at night, like after dinner time. So it's just like all over the place. Um, so you're nocturnal. I don't know. <laughs> I, I love this no, lifestyle. Like, I like to think that I'm nocturnal, but then I also like sleep like around like eight, eight or nine. Mm. So it's just, you know, it's a mess. You know what? Maybe this is a new thing. Maybe this is like a revolutionary sleep schedule that people might take up later on. You know, yeah, if it's making so. you more productive, then right. go for it's it. It's not. But <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's not very successful. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, speaking of success, okay, great segue. Thank you for that, Hungru. Speaking of success, one first question I have for y'all, just the most basic question, what is your vision for a successful future for yourself? And how does that compare to what society standards are for success? Okay, um, I can go first, but... I would say, <laughs> I love how I'm pretending like this is class. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, I would say, I don't know, my vision of success is just living a happy, comfortable lifestyle where, like, I'm just striving to do better, be better, um, growing, developing, having good character. Like, I don't know, I just feel like striving each day to be better is my definition of success. And I think in some ways it does align with society's definition as definition of success um but that's my general idea of what i think a successful life for me would look like what about you hungry i feel like um like i don't know like a year ago i would honestly be like those type of people that like want to like go to a good college and like get like a really like good job and then just you know like um be pretty like materialistic about uh, my version of success but I feel like after like going through um you know like 2020 I kind of just want to like survive I feel like if we still get to like you know like I I feel like if we still got to like live here then like it's pretty successful already like life is already pretty hard for me um so at least we, you know, have what we have. So yeah, I don't know if this is like positive or negative, but then like, you know, I've lost a lot of like expectations mm. for success um, that I previously had. Um, but I also feel like I'm a lot happier with this like new mindset. That's great. I agree, Hungro. I think similar to you, I've also, I have a vision for my life, you know, I have a lot of ideas for things I want to do, but also not all of that is feasible, especially in a pandemic, and not everyone's in the same spot or in the same same wavelength as each other, which can be difficult. And I try not to put so much pressure onto myself anymore. So I am doing better in that aspect, but Hunger, I'm also just curious cuz in my perspective, I feel like you've always been one of the most successful people that I know. 
Oh wow! I agree. In, like the best way, because oh you do all of the coolest things. You seem super passionate right. about what you do. You're super well spoken, good at academics, and I don't want to say this. Amazing yeah. at art. I don't want to say any of this to pressure oh you, but just like <laughs> complimentary. Like when I when I think of hunger, or when other people I know think of hunger, it's always in this positive light like oh my gosh he's doing so much he's so amazing so do you kind of view yourself in that way like in what ways are you trying to well I'm not saying you're trying to do anything but are you aware of that sort of outside opinion on you I guess I am I like I definitely appreciate it a lot I feel like you guys like really like have a lot of faith in me that like sometimes I don't really I don't even have um, so I feel like sometimes that, um, knowing that other people think that I can do, like, all of these things, like, gives me a lot of pressure, which is, like, not anyone's fault, but, like, um, you know, like, sometimes I feel like it's, it's more expectations from other people that, um, doesn't necessarily make me, like, happy because like I feel like I don't I don't know like I don't yeah it's just like it's kind of a lot but then like I, I'm also just like really happy that people things I'm like really good at all these stuff like because even like because I sometimes I don't even believe in myself that much so I feel like I kind of like need um those like trust and like faith from all these people but at other times, you know, it kind of feels like, um, it kind of feels like it can be more stressful to me. But yeah, I feel like you guys, like, I feel like support from my friends, like, you guys are, like, very important for me, especially, like, in the past, like, couple months. I appreciate that, Hunger. Thanks for your answer. Yeah, I don't want to pressure you in any way. I can totally, well, no, I don't understand that, because, well, I do feel pressure, but also, I don't think I'm being upheld in any sort of way. Um, I don't think I have as as many expectations as I know other kids have. And generally, I don't think I've achieved as much as I wanted in my high school time. Because I spent most of my freshman and sophomore years at school essentially doing nothing. I would go back to my room and watch TV do my homework and that would be it because I wouldn't be striving for anything in those times but now I'm trying to put a little bit more effort into my passions and I don't know yeah that's all I had to say I think to keep I feel like that's um I think that I feel like we are all like a little like um you know thinking that we can be achieving more and I feel like that's actually a good mindset because I feel like if we're too satisfied with our current situation then we're never gonna like strive for more and I think we are like since we're like so young and you know we shouldn't be like satisfied with what we have right now um I agree this is just like a compliment but I think like both of you guys are doing fabulous for like the age you are and where you're in high school and I don't know you guys are doing a lot so give yourself some pat on the back for that but bouncing off of what Hungru said, 
I feel like at least for me, I'm the one that puts the most pressure on myself. Like sometimes I can blame it on external things, but I think at the end of the day, it's not, there's nobody really putting that pressure on me other than myself. And um, I think for me, at least that's the hardest expectation to get rid of, I guess, like getting rid of the pressure I put on myself because I don't really know how to do that right now, at least. So that's where most of my pressure comes from, at least. Yeah, it's good to have like goals. I feel like that's really Mm -hmm. important because I'm looking at Vicky Howell Mm -hmm. on how to be successful. (laughs) The first thing to comment is having goals. (laughs) So, you know. Gosh, fire. Okay, yeah, speaking of goals, what are some of your short-term versus long-term goals you have right now? Mm-hmm. I feel that. I love that. Yeah, I feel like my goals right now kind of like you hungry i don't know my i don't have like specific smaller goals which i feel like would help me fulfill my bigger goals <laughs> but i guess just my bigger goals in the broad sense are just i don't know trying to be a better person every day or like obviously there's going to be bad days and good days but i guess just like trying to be better and i don't know just giving my all because you know obviously different days your 100% is gonna look different which is what I have definitely learned but just I don't know I guess being okay with doing my best and then like leaving the rest to I don't know like there's what am I trying to say like there's a certain amount you can do and putting too much pressure on yourself can also lead to like not being successful in the sense where you're not you're just not happy I guess yeah and I feel like even though like I feel like me just saying like getting through life like seems like something that wasn't as like hard but also like if you but to be honest if you break it down into like smaller goals then I feel like it can be it can still be a lot to do like if I want to get through life then like you know I feel like get through my classes and like that's that's something Mm -hmm. that's pretty hard and like um you know along with like many other stuff other than like classes um like um yeah, I, I can't even, like, think of examples, but, you know, it's gonna be, like, challenging and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like, for me, thinking too long-term really freaks me out. Like, I very much worry about the future way too much, and so I'm trying to be more present in, like, my idea of, like, being successful and doing better, and not thinking about, like, the whole picture, because that kind of freaks me out. And just thinking about, like, what can I do right now? You know, like, what's in my control to, I guess, determine my ideas of success? Or, like, how am I going to get there yeah. now, you know? Yeah, I'm sense. not a long-term person. Like, I was uh, I was just writing, like, essays for, like, summer programs, like, applications. And then, like, they asked me what my, like, go in, like, five to ten years. And I just, like, couldn't think of anything. Like, I know for sure that um, I want to be like everyone else to, like, get into like a college or like getting a job and then like I want to like help other people but then that honestly is about it and mm-hmm. like I feel like not to be like the negative person but I feel like most of the times when we write down like work goals for the next five to ten years um 
a lot of this is us lying to ourselves that, you know, these are the things that we want in five to ten years. That makes sense to me. I get that. Yeah. And also, um, there's also this common misconception that success has to be relative to the others around you. But I think it really should be something that you find from, you find from within, you know? Okay, that is so cheesy. But that's something that's really been helpful to me over the past few months with COVID and everything. You know, there's a lot of time for self-reflection. And being surrounded in a school environment when you're always with your peers and everyone Mm -hmm. seems to be on something or doing something, all at the same time, it can feel overwhelming. And you kind of have to measure up to that. And that can make at least my mental health deteriorate. Um, So, yeah. 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 The boring school environment let's face it, it's not a good environment because you just mentioned like success how it's not relative to other people but yeah i feel like this is the environment that makes you think that success is relative to other people i think just in general it's just like society's nature to put people against each other and there's always going to be competition of like who's more successful who's less successful and i think it's important to like really understand what success means to you and obviously there's going to be people that are quote-unquote more successful but to everyone success looks different like if somebody's filthy rich and they're happy they're successful but if somebody I don't know is like not as rich and they're still happy like they're successful you know there's different definitions of success that we have to take into consideration um when just I guess we're so quick to judge people off of what we think success is, you know? And so we place them in that box Mm -hmm. of, oh, they're successful. Oh, they're unsuccessful, you know? Yeah. And I think, like, just being, like, realistic at least, obviously there's, like, I want to, like, live a comfortable lifestyle and, like, let's say I have children, I want to be able to, like, provide them with a good life that my parents have provided me and stuff like that. Um, So I feel like in some sense, like, like you said, Hungry, like, I feed into that, like, of course, I want to go to a good college and have a good job that I'm happy in and be able to provide for myself and my family. But also understanding that um, you need to create that your own definition of success rather than just blindly following what everyone else is doing. Yeah, it goes down to what you want and like getting what you want. And like, you can Mm -hmm. like want a lot of things. And then like, you know, it comes down to like, you know, like, if I only wanted to, you know, do this one thing that I managed to do it, then I'm successful. But, like, if I want to do, like, ten of these things and, like, and I got, like, eight of them done, then, you know, maybe, like, I will, like, suck by keeping, keep thinking about these, like, two things that I have left, and maybe, in a sense, I'm not as successful. So I feel like it comes down to our individual mindset about what we want in the first place yeah also success is not a one-time occurrence you know we kind of think of it as this one sort of large goal that we're trying to meet in our lives that we're constantly trying to work towards but even when we do reach that goal at some point there's always going to be something else behind that that 
represents larger success in a way. So it's continuous, you know, and it's, it's never ending. So that's just something to factor in as well. Like you said, like, there's no, it's really hard to seal on desires when we're in like a consumer um, society and stuff like that. And that you're right, like, once we hit that level of success, we're always going to want more. Like, there was some, like, Jim Carrey quote, and it was, like, something about being rich and famous and how, like, once you're there, you realize that it's not all it's meant to be, you know? Like, some of the richest people are so sad. Um, And just thinking about that where, like, I wrote an English paper on this, but, like, how money or, like, wealth or status can only get you so much happiness, you know? Like, of course, it gives you commodities and the basic needs for life and all these material things and can buy experiences and things like that but there's a certain limit to that and when we get so consumed by that we kind of neglect like our relationships and our own mindset and stuff like that yeah so that was a little tangent there's a lot you need to pay (laughs) in order to get those things yeah and also people tend to reject failure always as you know there's there's a, there are a lot of cheesy sayings that are like you have to embrace failure to move on with your life but that's literally true and the thing is a lot of people are super sheltered including myself and All we don't <laughs> lead lives yeah we don't lead lives in which we're we're i, I guess i'll put it this way we're conditioned to be successful exactly our entire environment our families our lifestyles are sort of constructed to make us be successful like for example this educational path that we're on Mm -hmm. we're gonna go to college we're gonna get good jobs like that's the that's the goal for us and so in between those moments when we do fail it just feels extra crushing for me at least because i've had lots of instances where I feel like I'm going to get somewhere and I feel entitled to get to that place because I've just consistently been successful and that just doesn't happen and I feel completely like how do I put this I don't want to say damage damage is not the word for it but the impact is a lot greater than it should be yeah like you said um you said it perfectly like we are conditioned for success like we're going to private school right now like it's in our path you know what I mean like that's the path we're gonna go through because of the way we've been raised um but like you said like all of those cheesy things are true you know I think like I'm just segueing into like fears and anxieties but I think a lot of things that can stop at least me from my successes is the fear of failure itself like a lot of times I'll just be so scared to start something because I am so afraid of what the outcome is going to be so I just don't do it I don't know if anybody else feels that yeah I feel like we all go through things like that um at some point because um a lot of times when like everyone's like watching then there's the pressure's already on before we start it and then like people will tell you that it's okay even if you fail but then like is it really okay it's like this podcast for example 
our open book podcast you know it's it's not something we really envisioned and it could have happened it could not have happened but there's always this innate like oh my gosh how is this gonna turn out is this gonna be a bad podcast is this gonna be embarrassing etc like is this just is this gonna work out there's always this initial thought behind it like oh my gosh you know i'm totally unsure about this new thing that i'm trying but again here's another cheesy saying it's like you really just have to you know what's stopping you you know nothing was stopping me nothing was stopping seisha um and oh my gosh i'll I'll end it here because I'm about to say <laughs> other cheesy things and um, that I don't want to say. But yeah, that's this a gist. Is just me personally right now. But I'm going through like a really anxious, fearful stage. I don't really know why. I don't. I don't know what's like triggering all this Are anxiety. All? I guess what we were talking about before. Like I'm just scared for the future. I guess and there's lots of things coming up. But um. This is random, but yeah. I watched this YouTube channel called Yes Theory. I don't know if you guys have heard of it before. Um, and so like I do like, know who they are. Is, like seeking discomfort, oh, and I, I don't know. Like their videos are just—it's so interesting. Like, um, one of the videos was like seventy-six hours in Afghanistan, and then like um, a trip to Iraq and like staying in the hottest desert or whatever just basically getting out of your comfort zone and facing all these fears um and I don't know I feel like after I watch those videos like fear doesn't seem as much of an obstacle at least to me like it kind of empowers me um but you know I I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of my actions are driven by fear if that makes sense like like I said before, I feel like I'm too afraid of disappointing others, um, and I'm super afraid of, like, the unknown, and especially in a pandemic right now, there is so much unknown, and having to face that, at least for me, was super, and still is super hard, so I think for me, I'm talking a lot, but (laughs) I'm trying not to, like, I don't think it's feasible for me to just, like, get rid of fears, but I guess just learning how to work through them slowly, even though that's one of the things I find the hardest to do. Yeah, because it's normal to have fears. I feel like um, we gotta like recognize that, you know, fears, everyone has, everyone has them. Um, so it's kind of... So I feel like that's, like, the first step is usually to know that, you know, it's okay to have these fears and, like, um, maybe we can never work through them, mm-hmm. but at least Fear we is can, very elusive you know, like, learn something And it can it. limit yeah. us a lot, and I think a lot of times, um, at least for me, me, fear turns into regret. Like, I, I'm so afraid of something, and then I don't do it, and then I regret it. Um, so, I think another thing that I've been trying to do is just like when I'm feeling those like when I'm in a moment of fear I just sit with it I guess and even though it's super uncomfortable I just sit with it and I'm like what am I actually afraid of am I actually afraid of like this spider or like I don't know something else you know because I feel like a lot of times I'm not afraid of the actual thing I'm afraid of the repercussions if that makes sense 
Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I guess there are different forms of fear and anxiety as well. I feel like the anxiety that affects me the most in my life is not like the big picture oh my gosh, what's going to happen to me for the rest of my life? Because I do take things fairly slowly, but that in itself can be kind of a curse because I just have multiple like small issues in my life that are exponentially just expanded for no reason. Like I talked about this with you guys last time about um, me losing my card holder and I had my... um, my identity card and my mainland china visit card um disappeared essentially so that's like the main issue in my life right now and it seems it's like fairly trivial because i know i know exactly how i can fix it i can just apply for a new one but it's just like this little thing that i don't want to get to that's constantly living in the back of my mind that just affects everything that i do unfortunately (laughs) Yeah, totally. Like my my passport's expired, so um, I don't know. I don't know what to do if I want like go back home over the summer. And like people kept asking me that, but at the same time, like a lot of like other stuff, like for school to do right now. So I couldn't really like think about these things, but they just kept like you know living in my mind and then you know haunting me like every like every other hour. Like those anxieties um, so that are like so trivial and so small are the ones that are always like they're so persistent you know and I think like that's the hardest part like I feel like this pandemic has made me like so scared like I was literally scared to go to the grocery store by myself (laughs) which is like it sounds dumb but like I was genuinely so scared because for me it's like like you said it's not really the big picture things it's like all these little small things that just make me super anxious and the worst part is not really knowing why because I don't know exactly what the root of the problem is and how to fix it but um I don't know like fear evokes visceral reactions even to like the smallest things um and so it's like very physical and very hard to manage I guess and I don't know at least for me it just seems really I'm afraid of fear (laughs) because it's like how do you at least for me like I don't really know how to work through it I feel like that's one of the things that really dominates my life and I don't like that it's that way but I also don't know how to get over it which is the hard part yeah the things everyone has like a breaking point you know the fear and the anxiety just like kind of builds up but like until one point that you know uh, like we kind of like reach like a meltdown and like it doesn't really have to be big the thing is like usually it's something like like a really small thing is able to like trigger that breaking point which is I feel like what I find unique about you know like an um anxiety is that like um you know we have like um stressing over like things that are big then but then like sometimes it's those like really small like things that, that were like inconvenient that can really put suddenly put like such a huge effect on I agree us. I I have a real life example of what Homer has just described for us here yesterday I 
went to the flower market with my mom so it's basically this huge street filled with flower and plant stores and we were hoping to get a couple large plants for our home as well as some orchids or whatever so a fun excursion and we were there for honestly about four hours so a lot of walking frankly um but basically we bought these new pots and they're fairly large and i was holding a ton so i had my phone and i didn't want to hold my phone anymore so i put it in the bag of the pots and we carried it back to the car and on my way back home i looked at my phone and i just realized that my screen was all scratched up and the thing is i just got this new glass screen protector like three days ago and I don't, I don't know, it just like shattered, it it shattered my life. It's not even, it's really not a huge thing, but I felt, I was so like angry and devastated. I was like, oh my gosh, I really do, I really have to go out and get a new one. And I literally just got this. Why did it, why did this happen to me, etc. And I was in a fairly good place before. You know, I felt like I was getting stuff done in my life. I felt like I was on in a good mental space, but that just kind of made my whole day go downhill when it really shouldn't have. Yeah. So yeah, just little things. Okay. First of all, I am not a fan of the glass screen protector. Mm-hmm. Agreed. What is Apple doing? I am not. It 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 breaks so easily. I've never used one. I don't think I ever will. Because I've seen so many people using it, and I don't think I've ever seen someone using a glass screen protector and then having, and then someone have, and then having a perfect screen at the same time. Like it always like mm-hmm. breaks. Like I don't see the point of it. Um, so yeah, my phone currently <laughs> does not have a screen protector. Oh my gosh, boycott. Um, just living the life on the boycott edge. Boycott Apple. Okay. Apple screens themselves. Can we talk about Apple for like a minute here? Because, sir, I feel like if if anyone who buys an iPhone also needs to go ahead and buy a case and yeah. gen- generally a screen protector, <laughs> what's Apple doing with the initial product? Like, sir, let's let's figure this out. Let's get something going, Tim Cook. You know, what are what are you cooking up in Apple? Because it, it sure is one. It sure isn't what I need in my life. So. Yes, <laughs> if Tim is listening. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for a new phone case recently because mine, like, mine's pretty like broken. Like it, it's break. It broke like here and then like here at the same time. So, um, God, I got a new one. Um, yeah, sometimes I stress over that because you know I'll be on like Taobao and stuff like that. And then looking at like phone cases for like an hour and be like, um, I still have a lot of other stuff to do, but then I still haven't figured out which phone case I want. So <laughs> the fear comes in. Okay, tying back to the conversation <laughs> before, I just had a point to add. Um, so I was like watching, you guys have probably seen this, but there's like some Will Smith talk or like video where he's talking about his experience skydiving. And so he was just talking about how, like, the moment he was most afraid, like, right before he was about to, you know, skydive out of the plane, jump out of the plane, um, like, that was the most fear he had ever had in his life. And just, like, watching the video after that, he was like, you know, I could have let my 
like fear rule over me and decide to like not go skydiving but he was talking about how like once he actually like jumped out of the plane it was the most blissful moment he'd ever experienced in his life um and I have like a similar experience I wouldn't say it was like blissful but (laughs) um like two summers ago I went to Six Flags and before that I was like so afraid of roller coasters like the most afraid of roller coasters I will not go on a roller coaster (laughs) but my friends basically forced me to go on Superman which is like the biggest roller coaster they have with a huge drop and I don't think I've ever been more afraid in my life but like what Will Smith said like once I went on that roller coaster I went on every single roller coaster at the park and I had such a good day but if I had never gotten on that roller coaster and never even put myself in that position I would have just been like carrying everyone's bags and just like had not wouldn't have had a fun day and honestly that's one of the like most fun days I've ever had and just the feeling like this is something so small but I was so proud of myself Mm -hmm. for like getting over that huge fear um and that fear had been ruling me for so long like I'd never want to like go to amusement parks because like what would I do just stand at the bottom of the roller coaster I think that's where the fun is I think the fun of roller coaster is like after that roller coaster like and feeling the accomplishment or like knowing that it's over um, I don't know, I'm like, um, I'm okay with roller coasters, I've been on it, like, for me, um, the roller coaster itself isn't that much of an enjoyment Mm -hmm. compared to, like, what I feel after it, because for a long time, like, as, um, like, pretty much I'm, like, the same as you, like, I was pretty afraid of, like, those amusement park things, um, so my sister kind of, like, dragged me onto it, like, a couple years ago, and, like, um, I felt so happy like after that because I feel like now I got that one thing done and I don't have to worry about it anymore about you know being afraid to go on a roller coaster so I feel like that for me is where the joy comes from it's always that first hurdle Mm -hmm. no I completely agree yeah it's always that first hurdle you know it just you have to get over it and then you know it'll open new doors but I guess a real life example that I kind of have that's similar to that is currently I'm trying to experiment with different forms of art slash creativity in the real world quote-unquote the real world and so I've been trying to make more effective use of my time and being able to express myself and my beliefs so I've been writing a bit more and I'm trying to break into the online um magazine community and so recently I just applied for a magazine called anti-fragile it's based in California and I am currently a staff photographer for them which is a big step in my life because yeah I'm super excited because I've never thought I could ever I I that was never within I guess my vision for myself I didn't know that was a thing I could be doing but it just really took that one step for me to apply and really at least in some form believe in myself oh my gosh so cheesy but I I'm super excited and that's amazing I don't know 
Thank you. I appreciate that. And Seisha, I know you've been doing lots of cool things in your oh. life too. <laughs> I know you love singing. Yes, and I do. You've been you've just gotten interviewed for something, but if you wanna talk about it. Oh, I I was just I had an interview with like our school's alumni magazine a bit ago. But I think right now for me, this is kind of going off topic a bit. Mm-hmm. But no, it's not. <laughs> like being, being successful. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, Lindsay, um, I feel like a lot of times we limit ourselves. Like there's nobody outside being like, you can't do this because mm-hmm. you're not good at this. You know, it comes from self-doubt, basically. Like that's what's stopping me from doing many of the things I want to do is my own like fear I guess um so I don't know I feel like right now I'm pretty chill I'm not doing that much but I'm content with that and I think I'm just working on again as cheesy as it is being happier and living more intentionally if that makes sense I feel like a lot of times I'm just like I'm living in the future or I'm living in the past and I'm not actually living in the now, living in the now, living, mm-hmm. being present. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's really, it's really tiring for me at least, constantly being worried about stuff I really don't need to be worrying about. So I think that's my main priority right now, getting that under control. Um, yeah. Yeah, just taking things day by day instead of, Looking for at sure the big picture all the time which is okay def- that's definitely why i wanted to talk about this today because it's been kind of controlling me a bit lately but i'm working through it yeah someone let me know when the seisha Prabakar ted talk is <laughs> oh, coming up no. um sign me up for that because she seems to have some good tips some <laughs> life stories um she really does Mm-hmm. Stop, guys. You're hyping me up too much. I guess. Uh, yeah, fear Fear is not great to feel. Um, but getting over initial fears can always be gratifying. And obviously there are purpose. Uh, fear does have a purpose, you know? Yeah. Um, it kind of prevents you from being reckless and doing things that, you know are not good for you but also other than that i feel like it's a fairly useless emotion and it holds a lot of people back from i guess living their best lives frankly and i'm going to try and put more effort into believing in myself and taking things slow and not creating so many expectations for myself all the time you know it doesn't always have to be this go 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 like something different I don't have to get the Nobel Prize I don't have to cure cancer I don't have to go to Harvard like that it's if it you know it's not what I want anyway and I don't think you know Mm -hmm. those universal expectations should well, I'll put it this way. I think universal expectations should be diversified and individualized for different people because, you know, we use this phrase, one size fits all before, Seisha. And, you know, success isn't one size fits all, to put it this way. 
I think most things in life are just not one size fit all, fits all. And we try, like it's just human nature to try and label things and put things into boxes and be so self-aware and have everything figured out because that's what everybody's telling you. You need to know what you want to do in the future. You need to know what you have to do right now, you know? When it's like, we need to be able to sit in the unknown and just be like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to get through this. And not, like you said, Lindsay, feel like you have to be going all the time because it's not going to be effective if you're doing work without analyzing what's wrong if that makes sense like there's no point in doing something if you don't actually know why you're doing it if that makes sense exactly and like it's okay to have fear it's okay to be afraid and vulnerable because that's that's how that we grow is human nature and i it's feel how like we grow exactly like it's good to have these conversations because it makes us more self-aware and understanding of what other people are going through Mm -hmm. and just knowing that like we're not alone even though a lot of these experiences we face in our lives like we are technically by ourselves when we're going through it but you know we're really not that different from one another and we do go through the same things and so just knowing that like there's people out there that are there for you and you know are going through the same thing is very reassuring exactly we are not Dean Karnazes if everyone mm-hmm. anyone remembers him <laughs> um, you know does not feel tired does exactly. not feel afraid exactly we can't be Superman <laughs> felt that yeah. yeah and with that I think we can sort of wrap it up I really enjoyed this conversation with you all I did too I gained um, a lot from both of you. Me too. Thank you for being here, Hungru. Thank you for having me. Um, Love you guys. And to everybody out there, I always do this at the end of the podcast episode. I say something cheesy and inspirational, but go conquer your day and be fearless. Um, and try yeah, something meditate. new. Who knows? Who knows? Try something new and maybe like my me getting over my fear of roller coasters, you'll do the same. I don't know what that was, but... For sure. I thought that was great. I thought that was super inspirational. (laughs) Thank you. I know, guys, I'm a motivational speaker. Someone sign me up. (laughs) I hope I motivated someone today. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye, everyone.